0: Hello people, this is Player 2 has entered the podcast. I am your host, Michael Peterson, aka MC Paper Stacks, aka Podcast Baby, aka Stream Daddy, aka Low Effort YouTuber, and as the great Sam Rogers once said, welcome back
1: to Daddy's Bingo.
0: Where's my co-host with the co-most?
1: Yo, this is Derek Merkison, a.k.a. Merkman, a.k.a. Full Metal Merc, a.k.a. That's all I got for you, but if the ladies need me, I got you. He's got you, ladies. All right, so... uh
0: <laughs> glad to have you back on the show really excited to record the podcast today kind of a lot of stuff we were talking about throughout the week we wanted to bring up so let's get into it current events so i had mentioned last week that i got some of the supplies come in from my spider-verse costumes you know ben is set he's got his one piece he's good it Uh, it looks great i know i know for those who listen to the podcast you probably saw the picture of ben as the the podcast picture but I, I had luckily, since I got clothes, I was able to return them to a local Kohl's, which is like 10 minutes away. And I just got back the vest and the pants and they fit great. And I, I assume that the sweater will fit good too. So I'm just about done. I got my hat. It was in a flat bag from China and it is all jacked up. <laughs> So Dang. it looks good, but my wife and I are like doing research. I don't know if I have to the hairspray that thing or what I gotta do to get it to stand up straight because they just squashed it. I'm like, what are you doing? Send this shit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what character are you gonna be again? Spider Noir. Spider
1: Noir, that's right.
0: That's right. So I got Boots, pinstripe pants, double-breasted vest that goes all the way up, a wool knit turtleneck underneath that, the kind of the derby hat. I have a full face mask with the eyes cut out, the goggles. I still need to get white gloves, and I need to get the coat. The coat's the signature piece, right. and it's going to be kind of pricey because it's a full-on nice-ass Huge collar, detective style coat. So I'm going to get one that I'm going to dig and wear outside this costume. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but exciting news we did land on Kristen's costume. She's going to be Spider Gwen. Oh, okay. And I actually ordered her, like, a nylon hoodie for, like, the top part of the costume. It arrived. Fits great. She already has tight black pants. Any girl with a booty that she wants to show off has a pair of those. You know that. Oh, yeah. Um, I ordered her some blue ballerina shoes. They just fit, but I think we're going to send them back and get a larger size. Again, good idea, especially if you're doing this stuff online. People, order your costume pieces now because there's going to be a little bit of back and forth. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I didn't find the same type of face mask that I had with the, just the eye holes cut out, but white. So I ordered her a full white face cover, and she's just going to paint the pink eyes onto it, so she'll mm-hmm. still be able to see through, and you can still see the eye definition. And All I right. think that that's going to be fine. Now, she's... You know my wife. She got a lot of hair, so right. she's gonna need to kind of tiny braid her hair down and let it kind of flow down the back. And but luckily she's wearing a hoodie, so that'll hide it. Cause uh, she put her hoodie up, and it was just poofed up on all her hair. And I was like, we, we're gonna have to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she, it looks great. I'm super excited. Ben seems to be pumped. We're gonna be, uh, we're being Spider 1st family. This year for Halloween, I, I I checked out mega low boxing per your, your recommendation. Yes. Mega as in huge low as an L O mega low boxing. It took me a second to find it, but I went back and listened to our podcast. Remembered how you, uh, how you spelled it. I see what you mean by the art style looking like cowboy bebop. I think it's yeah. almost a generation prior. But it's got that kind of old, kind of dirty, kind of cyberpunk type look to it that I really yeah. like. I, I imagine that, that they're heavily imitating the style of the manga. And the manga probably came out in the 80s. I didn't research it. But do you know when the manga came out? Uh, I am not
1: aware of when the manga came out, no. Mm-mm-mm.
0: But yeah, I you know what? I like Joe's fighting spirit, the main character. Yeah. I, was, I was into it. It's interesting. It hasn't gripped me gripped me yet like I watched a couple episodes and I was I was there for the fight between him and uh what's the champion's name? Yuri?
1: Uh Yuri, yep.
0: Yeah, I was I was like, "Oh, this is kind of dope." <laughs> like that whole fight, I mean, he I'm not I'm not going to spoil it, but it, it I am it's, gonna... it's 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 a good time. Yeah. yeah. I
1: will I will say this about the show. I finished it and it's more so of just an easy watch. It's not it's nothing amazing or groundbreaking, but it's mm. just I don't know, it's like a bowl of soup. It just makes it makes you feel good.
0: Yeah. No, It. you know what? I agree with you on that. It's like if you haven't had mom's meatloaf in a while, you know, wrapped up in the animes. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll come across a piece of media that kind of reflects that old, the, the when you got into that. So, I mean, Cowboy Bebop was an entry point in anime for me. It wasn't, I don't know if it was my very first anime, but it was one of my very first. Like, I was on Toonami watching that bad boy, oh, right? Man. So, yeah, that does kind of take me back to that style of anime. I it's it still kind of slides in a few tropes like I don't like when they were having their match it slows down and it's like oh I see what he's doing he's gonna use his hook to move his arm down but when mm-hmm. he does I'll move like this deflecting it and so what will happen is <laughs> and I'm like just just I can I have eyes just do the thing anime do the thing. anime breaks the cardinal rule of storytelling that 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 really bothers me because I, I know about it don't I can tell yeah thank you no don't tell thank you. Thank you. They t- they tell don't show. That's that's the anime's right. biggest send to me is is they tell don't show. And I think when you find an anime that show don't tell, like Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop show don't tell, then it really kind of sticks with you. But that said, I, I did enjoy it. And I, I, I agree with you. It's chill. It's nothing that's going to blow you away. But if you're looking for a new show and you haven't checked it out, I'd recommend it too. Now I, I try another show on Netflix that was like number two in trending this week. It may be up or down by now, but it's called Warrior Nun. Have you heard of Warrior Nun?
1: I have not, but it sounds like something ridiculous.
0: It it is it is. Uh, when I saw the trailer, it was giving me CW vibes. Yes. Uh, we, we, yeah, that's usually my reaction, like very YA. Uh, mm-hmm. But the main character, first of all, she looks just like Amelia Clark. I think that's her name, right? Uh, Khaleesi. Uh, yep. Yeah, like a young Amelia Clark. Her naivety and her attitude throughout the show is it's kind of goofy, but it's 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 like if you're goofy on the side of still charming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of carrying the show for me despite the fact that it gets ridiculous. Like there's this one point and this isn't a spoiler, but somebody dies like in the first episode that you don't even know. So don't worry about it. <laughs> and the nuns are like mourning her and one of the girls goes to the piano and she just starts playing this sad, somber tone. And then she and then she starts singing uh, "Pink and White" by uh, Frank Ocean. And I hate it when like young pop shows insert a song that doesn't really fit like the theme or the mood. Yeah, but, they just but,
1: were able to get the money to pay for it.
0: Yeah, and they're like the kids like Frank Ocean, right? And I the thing yeah. is, I love I love Frank Ocean. I love that album. I love that song. But I was just I was like, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a little bit of tonal whiplash. It shoots from different tones, and some of them are kind of goofy. That said, the premise is really interesting. So a long time ago during the Crusades, there was a warrior woman who was leading in in the Crusades and she died and an angel came down from heaven and he put his halo inside of her, which brought her back to life and, and made her stronger to fight like the agents of darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it made her be able to actually see demons who are mainly immaterial, aside from really strong ones. I guess a sect formed around that of warrior nuns who, throughout the ages, protect that halo. Fast forward to today, and the halo was put into a young girl who had just been committed to a, a church because she had just passed away while in the care of like Catholic nuns. Okay. And just so happens, while, while that happened, nuns come back from a big battle. person holding the halo things don't go so great and then she ends up getting the halo and then fish out the water the cool thing is though is the main character she got in a bad car accident when she was seven and she became paraplegic she lost the use of her legs and her arms and not only did this halo give her back her life it gave her the use of her legs and arms so you get to see her kind of freak out about being able to walk around mm-hmm. and it's it's endearing you know You're like
1: me cry man
0: yeah, so um, <laughs> I mean it is it's, it's kind CW, of do for real. Yeah, yeah, CW, man. Like and again, I don't usually like those types of shows. I'm not even sure if I'm going to stick with it, but the premise is unique enough. Like I'm I'm kind of interested whenever you do, like, a cult or mythology surrounding, like, religions. It, it interests me. You know, your Constantine's. Constantine was goofy as hell, too, but I still kind of enjoy it. That's probably because I'm such yeah. a, a stan for Keanu Reeves, though. Let's yeah. be honest.
1: So I'm, I'm going to make a prediction about the show. Okay. The okay. angel that gave the halo somehow became human or something and has been alive for thousands of years. And this character will run into our warrior nun. Huh. Guarantee it. Guarantee it.
0: Straight up, that'd be cool. Yeah, like, and also the character runs into the Warrior Nun in her biggest moment of defeat or doubt to kind of (laughs) reinstill. Yeah, dope. I like that. Yeah, so Warrior Nun, if people are interested, it's on Netflix. So, you know, check it out. I I learned something interesting today. Do you, I mean, you and I are collectors. We play a lot of video games. Do you ever charge your controllers using, like, you know, like a phone charger, either with the USB-C or the, the old
1: usb See, I never usually do, but I did with my uh, Switch Pro controller that I just got. Me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I plugged it in with my phone charger. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it's a fast charger, so I soon do charge it fast, but, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, you might be fine, but what I just recently learned is that a lot of controllers that are meant to be charged by systems, the battery packs are very sensitive, and they can actually be overcharged, and the batteries can be damaged if you use high voltage or high ampage wall chargers. So on every little wall charge pack on the back, you have all that writing there, and it actually tells you the amps and the volts. So for those listening... If you got a lot of controllers or you got different people using the same system and you need to control you need to charge your controllers often sometimes you got to get creative make sure at least with the PS4 and you might want to do your research for Switch and other controller types the PS4 I learned you should not use a wall charger higher than 1 amp 5 volts okay so if you go okay. higher than 1 amp or 5 volts you could damage your controller and that luckily I went, I went and checked the actual like the thing I used to use And because I knew it was like a little cheapo thing that I don't really use my phone because it doesn't charge very fast. And that's because Mm -hmm. it was one amp, five volts. Exactly. I was like, oh, thank God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's the thing with the PS4 controllers. Their batteries are terrible as is. They suck. That's true. true. (laughs) That's probably why mine are trash now. I'm constantly switching between two controllers.
0: Like my controller will last about a day. But to be fair... I do a lot of playing, you know, like, throughout the day. Like, I'll have an RPG or something running. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I play more than the average person. And you never turn the
1: controller off. You just... No, I just let to sit there. there.
0: And I do have, like, the light dimmed, and I have the sound either turned off or turned down most of the time, but still, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, uh, good thing for people to know. I, my son bothers me. I think we talked about this. My son bothering me to play Breath of the Wild, and I was playing that last week. Mm -hmm. I actually on a humbug, decided to go back and finally beat the Master Trials. I had v- beaten the first two Master Sword Trials from the DLC, and I finally beat the third one. And when I got done, I was like, huh, why did I wait so long to do that? So <laughs> it's a little of a bit of a personal gaming accomplishment, but now my Master Sword does the full 60 damage, regardless if I'm around Ganon or not, and that's nice. nice. So kudos to me.
1: Yeah, good
0: job. <laughs> and in consumer news, I got myself a new webcam, which I'll be using for tonight's – or not tonight, uh, tomorrow – well, I guess tonight when this gets uploaded. Sunday night's Witcher stream. I'm hoping that it's not too HD, but looks like it has a native light, which may help me with lighting. So I'm going to be fooling around with that today. Another cool thing I got – and I saw this advertised on Facebook. I didn't buy it through Facebook because to hell with them. That, that always seems shady, but I Googled it and found some on Amazon – I got LEDs that you can tape to the back of your TV and plug into it. And it actually lights up the wall behind your TV. And it can really? sync with music or with the action of the TV. It is what? T- Yes. Now, I haven't had a chance to plug in I've only seen trailers. And, and like I've read a bunch of reviews. Like thousands of people have bought in this and liked it. Um, and there, obviously, there's different types of retailers out there. So if, right. if it works really well, I'm gonna test it out today. I may come back on next week's podcast and let you know how it goes. And if I feel like endorsing it for free, obviously, ain't nobody give me no money. <laughs> <laughs> I will um, I will, you know, let everybody know the brand I got and I, I ordered it from Amazon. So if if you're excited and you want to do your own research right now, please by all means. But it it was cheap too. I got I think two of them for less than thirty bucks. So I got one for the upstairs T V for my wife and then one for my downstairs TV. So nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that is it. Make so it all,
1: make it all sexy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I, uh, don't want to take up too much of it. I feel like I'm always the one, uh, talking no, no fault of yours. I'm just, that's my personality. I got to rein oh, it yeah. in.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> let me ask you,
1: uh, Derek, what, what are you, uh, what you been playing this week? Still the last of us too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so busy, man. I just, I've got to f- find a balance between working and playing and just mm. overall enjoying myself. But I'm working. I'm getting there. But uh, I think I, I played it for about 15 minutes if that tells you anything. Mm-hmm. A- around midnight or something, and I fell asleep. <laughs> well, don't be too hard on yourself. You're starting a business.
0: And the first couple of years are always like, you know, you're putting in more than you normally would in order to, you know, get that thing going. So, you know, oh, respect. Yeah. Speaking,
1: yeah, right on. Speaking of, we are now... Sanctioned to operate in Indiana, we just formed an LLC, Gamer Goodies the More LLC. Nice. So we're legit, and we're very excited about it. My man, LLC.
0: Look at LLC. you coming up. Don't forget me when you get to the top. Oh, <laughs> when man. you when you taking down GameStop.
1: <laughs> right. They're taking themselves down.
0: I know, right? Bunch of jokers. <laughs> anyways, well, I I definitely I mean streaming helps me play a variety of games. Anyways, so. Witcher three, we're at a pivotal episode tomorrow or today for those listening. I just got Siri back and we're going yeah. to Morhen to defend her from the wild hunt. So I got all the homies together. Everybody that I've helped out that owes me a favor, I called it in. This is a this is the last stand. And it's also the midpoint of the game. Ha, 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 ha. It's nowhere near the end. (laughs) Which is cool. I I like that they have this big build up to Finding Siri, and that's the main plot of most of the game. And then there's all this game afterwards. It's kind of neat. Plus, I have the DLC. And the DLC is wild. I can't wait to get to it. No puns. (laughs) Exactly. So as far as my streams, so for beat-em-ups on Monday, I played the Punisher Arcade. Surprisingly short it was uh only 45 minutes for me to get yeah. through it yeah which i thought was odd so i, I got through it like one and a half times
1: but much good for an arcade game i guess
0: yeah 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 and i was actually much better in my second playthrough like i was i didn't have to use a quarter i think until like the second boss i fought on my second playthrough and i'm like oh, okay all right now doing pretty good so i i like it a lot because the punisher arcade first of all it's two players you can play as either the punisher and nick fury
1: there's, is it white Nick Fury or black Nick Fury?
0: It, it's it's older. I think it came out in 1993, so it's white oh, Nick Fury. Okay. Yeah, oh. yeah. Ultimate <laughs> Nick Fury didn't come out to the late 90s, if I recall, or maybe even after yeah. 2000. But yeah, yeah so so it's it's uh it's basically David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury, and yeah. <laughs> what's interesting is there's dialogue and cutscenes, and it changes if Nick Fury's with you. So the Punisher, he'll get a hold of a bad guy like where's where's, you know, Scuggs McGee or whatever his name is, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guy's like, I don't know. Oh, he's at the the fact he's. What at- are you to my arm for? Oh, he's at the drug deal's going down at the docks, you know. And he's That's like, so Good, bad. kaboom, yeah. But then <laughs> Nick Fury's like, No, kaboom. Why you do that? <laughs> You're supposed to be a hero, guy. Well, you, you, you're not supposed to be shooting people around me. I don't like that so much. So I don't know why Nick Fury is also Italian, but whatever, it's fine. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I still think it's a lot of fun. I played on Wednesday Thief Simulator, and I'm mm-hmm. saying Thief... <laughs> Very deliberately because of the conversation we had during the week, where you thought I was saying "B Simulator," yeah. I did. I did not buzz around. I stole a bunch of shit. So, but Thief Simulator on Switch was. I think it may still be on sale, but it was on sale last week for sure for like a dollar or two. It's it's got some jank to it. It definitely has a very kind of I'm gonna make a simulator game and release it on Steam for cheap type vibe. But it works and you have this little neighborhood that you basically prowl around and you can watch people's schedules, you can get tips off of like the dark web. You can either get hired to like break people's stuff for like the mafia, or you can take stuff just to resell it, build up your tools and your levels and get better tools, that type of thing. And obviously houses get progressively tougher. There are some that are like little two-room two, two room shacks that you can just break the window, and there are others that have, like, sophisticated alarms and locks and stuff like that. So it was interesting. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I'll probably Sweet. go back and play it. For two bucks, honestly, if I end up playing it for only, like, five hours or so, I feel like that's worth it.
1: Oh, even if you end up playing for one hour. Yeah,
0: yeah. straight up, man, straight up. So, yeah, I did that for a blind play on Wednesday, and then Friday... For horror, uh, just yesterday, as of the time of this recording, uh, I played Silent Hill 2. Mm -hmm. and It's funny. Silent Hill 2, I was thinking before I went into it, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not going to jump or get scared, which is kind of the point of this. I'm supposed to be making fun of myself a little bit, and that's not going to happen. And I had my headphones on because that's how you stream, and I I jumped (laughs) more than once. I was like, (laughs) yeah. So what kept getting me was the monsters when they skitter out from underneath a car. I'm like, you, uh, you have to stop that. And then, of course, all I forgot about some of the music is just crazy creepy. And between Silent Hill and Dead Space, which I think I'm going to play Dead Space this upcoming week. Uh, Dead Space. The sound design uh, is, uh, is just a <laughs> magnifique. Amazing- yeah.
1: I didn't play uh, – let me interject real quick. I, had, I played Dead Space around the time it came out, mm-hmm. and I was so terrified of that game. I didn't beat it for six months. <laughs> Like I stopped playing it, and six so months <laughs> later I was like, "You're a 19 year old or something, and you're scared to play a video game. You're gonna beat this video game, and I beat it. It was amazing. It's great. I love it. It's it's a masterpiece. <laughs>
0: it's you know what's funny. At the time I got Dead Space, and I, I did go all the way through it. It was scary, but I overcame I overcame the fear, man. I had to do mm-hmm. it, and I, I even got I, I want to say platinum because I'm playing PlayStation, you know, so right. much recently. But what was it? Uh, is it just 100 percent? I think 100% of it, yeah. Got oh, all yeah. got all the achievos. I was a machinist at the time, and my main job was doing plasma cutting for parts. <laughs> so I... Now, my plasma cutter, you could not wield by hand. Correct. <laughs> right. my, 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 my plasma cutter was a giant table <laughs> with, like, a huge cutter at the end, and I'd have to use a forklift to lay, like, steel plates down and then put in my program and then run the, the, the plasma cutter machine. So, I actually played through the whole game with just just with the plasma cutter, not knowing it was an achievement until I finished the game and got it. And I was like, "Oh, you can get achievement if you don't buy any or use any other guns."
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also the best weapon. So
0: it really is. Like it's so it's it's use. old faithful. It straight up, straight up. So yeah, no, I um, now I never beat the second one because I I got a little too scared oh, man. and then I got distracted. So maybe the second one is why I should play on Friday since it scares me so much.
1: Yeah, the second one's pretty good.
0: Yeah. So yeah, played uh, Silent Hill 2. Still great, still amazing, still love it. The only other game I tried because I, I beat Persona 5 finally. Oh my god. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. I'm sure it's amazing.
0: It is 130 hours though, and I was like, well, I'm ready for this to end. So, <laughs> I, I platinum it too, of course, because you know I had to. I I tried out uh, War Groove, which is that little strategy game that came out on Switch. You ever heard of it, War Groove?
1: War groove. Uh, Yes, I have seen it.
0: It's, it's good, but it, it gets hard quick. Like, when you get to the... Let's see, like, one, two, three, four... When you get to, like, the fourth or fifth main mission where the sorcerer guy is your main general and you're fighting, like, people in the woods and there's, like, these big golems, I can't get past that stage. Uh, Mm -hmm. it just keeps kicking my ass. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've never played a strategy game. And it keeps reminding me, like, do you want to lower the difficulty? And I'm like, no. No, I I don't want to. I'm I'm the the
1: exact opposite. (laughs) I will lower it all day, every day. I do not care.
0: Yeah, I know. I should. But I'm playing the recommended difficulty, so I feel like they're trying to tell me you can't play this game the way it's meant to be played, and I don't like that. So... (laughs) but yeah it's getting a little tough now i'm going to go pick up outer worlds today because a little foreshadowing uh for later on when we talk about sales and deals it is on sale and i think that's gonna be my main game Ooh. until uh, a certain game that we'll talk about later comes out on the 17th ah. uh, so that is where sweet i'm game. at now let actually let's go into sweet deals so okay. sweet deals outer worlds you sent this hot tip to me thank you sir you're welcome. Twenty-five dollars for PS4 and Xbox at Walmart. So if you have not picked up Outer Worlds, or you're like me and you were waiting for the Switch version, saw the reviews and were like, "Oh no," and decided to go ahead and go back and get the PS4 version, then the day is yours. It's twenty-five bucks at Walmart, brand new. So that is what I saw this week. Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, the Switch so version. That's a good game. Twenty-five bucks on Switch Ooh. right now. Dragon Quest Builders is is 40% off, so it's like 35 bucks right now. Dragon, Dragon Quest Builders 2, excuse me. Okay. The newest one gotcha. on Switch. So that's not a ton of deals I that came across like my radar, but those are the big ones that I remembered. Uh, now, I know you picked up some games this week for sure and probably seen a few deals. Laying on me, man, what you got?
1: Yeah, so I that was probably the find of the year for me. You always want to find those games that you know will sell really quickly, and I just so happened to walk into a shop, and they had just about every single DS Pokemon game. So, Mm. I'm just going to go down the line real quick. It was uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time, Explorers of Sky, Explorers of Darkness, Pokemon White, White 2, Black, Black Two, two copies of Pearl, Mm. Heart Gold, Soul Silver, (gasps) and I was just, I was shaking, and they had, like, the price tags on I was like if I get all of these can we do a deal she said yeah so I, I did a I did real good I was <laughs> screaming in my car when I got back in the car because I've already sold most of them but yeah I, I that's finally the year for me so far uh especially considering since COVID happened there was about a two-month period where I wasn't doing any like thrifting or anything at all yeah so yeah that uh Oof, that made me feel good. So good. It
0: makes me feel good to hear it. I have the biggest smile on my face right now. I'm over here like like <laughs> clapping like, yeah, because I know yeah. that feeling when you get a good deal and you're in the car like, how did that happen?
1: Right. <laughs> the gods, <laughs> they smile upon me and give me their favor. This day. Right on. But yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's just so good. I don't really have any other uh, pickups that I remember, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any sales you noticed this week? Anything good out there?
1: Um, I know that PS4 is running sale right now. I haven't checked it out yet. Mm. Other than the Outer Worlds being 25, which is really, really good. I, I don't have I have nothing. I got nothing.
0: The only other thing I can think of, and I saw this just recently, and I haven't had a chance to peruse the list, but it looked like a lot of games that have come out within the last year are 50% off at GameStop right now.
1: You see anything mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. I did see that.
0: So I mean continuing their kind of aggressive push for sales this summer it seems. Uh, I think they're I think they're smelling blood in the air cuz a lot of people are at home and they're like we got to move this we got to move this inventory. Yeah.
1: And real quick, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. The idea of game, buying games when they first come out. Okay. And spending $60 is that something that's viable now because as we see there's you know 3 months pass and the game is already half price. Mm. Uh, here's a example. I sent you this, the uh, Death Stranding Collector's Edition. When it released, was two hundred dollars. This game came out in November. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, it is now sixty dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is the price of the regular retail. game yeah. retail. Yeah. So I just, I haven't bought too many games at launch lately, mm-hmm. but it just seems less and less, seems to make less and less sense to do so, especially mm. with the nature of what I do. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'll, I'll say this because I think there's arguments for and against, and I think it's highly contextual. Mm-hmm. Your example of de- *Death Stranding*—how how well did that game do initially? How disillusioned were a lot of people when reviews started coming out? Were they still like—I mean, they probably had more special editions than they actually sold because they were expecting them to go. Oh, but, yeah. You know what
1: I mean? they uh, like, Kojima's got this in the bag.
0: Yeah, and then it turns out it was like this kind of self-absorbed vanity project, which I was okay with, but it definitely didn't blow me the way that, the way that Metal Gear did. You're right, because um, even I saw that and I considered it, but I'm like, do I want to lose? I mean, have I thought about that game since I finished it? Other than the fact that it was largely depressing and I didn't get any story until the end, hmm. Mm. So the, here's how I frame it or I justify a sixty dollar purchase because I agree with you. A lot of times I'm like, that looks cool. I'm gonna wait till it jumps down unless it's on Nintendo. Then good good luck. Right. Um, if I really like or believe in the project, or the developer, and I want to support them. So CD Projekt, when Cyberpunk comes out, day mother and one. I'm getting that, mm-hmm. okay? Ghost of Tsushima, it's Insomniac, right? Or no, wait, is it uh, Sucker Punch? It's Sucker
1: Punch. Sucker Punch, day one.
0: Sucker Punch has a good track record. A great track record with games, with me. I believe in them. That's day one. Outer Worlds, if I, if I didn't uh, know there would be a Switch version, or if I knew that the Switch version would have been bad probably would have got that close to its release so there are some games i can kind of see which way the wind's blowing i'm already a big fan you know i waited a little bit on persona because you know i knew it'd probably be full price for a while and it was all all these other releases were out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like there there are certain products i want to support and i don't mind giving the extra money a to play it right away and B, because I know a lot of that money's going to them rather than a reseller. No offense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just, I don't. So it just depends on if I'm a fan of it or not. Now that's yeah. that said, if you got a big, huge cluster window or release, then yeah, I may wait on certain games, knowing that they're probably going to go cheap if they're on certain systems. Or like Resident Evil 3, for example. I'm mm-hmm. extra interested in checking that out. I have not purchased it. Same thing with Resident Evil Two Remake. I got Resident Evil Two Remake. I think for like thirty bucks. I got Death Stranding for like thirty five. I'll probably get Resident Evil Three for half off or or so, right? Right. Um, and that's because I know that like a single player experience, especially the shorter it is, tends to go cheaper faster because people run through it and then they just resell it. You know, a lot of right. people do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there's there's so much context that goes into that. But I mean, aren't they raising the prices on games pretty soon? Talk. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're going up to seventy bucks. That's what I hear. Yeah. Which huh. which is I mean, it's fine, especially when you consider the amount of money it costs to develop a game. But when you've got, say, like two K twenty one there's gonna be seventy bucks. They're not put they're they're not putting nearly enough work into these two K games. To justify them being full price.
0: Not only that, but you know they're gonna load that shit down with microtransactions. Right. So don't. They're
1: billions of dollars a year in
0: microtransactions. Straight up, man. Take two is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we probably would have had Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Six by now if Grand Theft Auto Online wasn't so good with. I mean, I think they're the most successful there ever, ever has been with microtransactions, if I recall. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. And I, I can't. You can't be too upset with them because I, I mean, mean that's, that's how the... they keep making games.
0: Yes, sir yes sir so. i mean that's how they make their money but at the same time i don't want to hear shit about how much it costs to make a game you made that decision right. you decided how much i've played games that i'll never forget that have really kind of reached me in a, in a deep emotional place that cost way less to make so you can make a great game something with a big budget I mean Grand Theft Auto 5 even with its huge budget it made back that money because they have a brand people trust them it's one of them day one purchases not only that I wouldn't bought the shits again when I got my PS4 you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying I'm yeah, gonna,
1: I'll i the PS4 <laughs> you
0: know it you know it because it is that good respect but you make the choice on how expensive your game is and you set the price point so don't give me all that like predatory microtransaction nonsense because you need to make back your money. I, I I shouldn't be responsible for you running your business poorly, if that's what it is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's my take, at least. It may be controversial, but that's how I feel. <laughs> so. All right. Well, um, you know, let's, let's slide on into gaming news, then. The Last of Us is the game that keeps on giving, as far as news is concerned. You had mm-hmm. mentioned this last week, but I was so focused on the other story that I hadn't looked into it yet. And I know that you looked into it a little bit, the harassment of the voice actors... What what do you know about that?
1: So, I haven't read in depth because I want to avoid spoilers, but from what I can gather, people are upset with certain voice actors because of the things that their characters do in the game, Mm -hmm. which is just asinine. That is one way to put it. (laughs) That is one way to put Um, it. There's, yeah, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I can't even get my words together because it's so silly. No, it like it is stupid.
1: Uh, yeah, we had talked about it earlier this week when you were said it was akin to Game of Thrones with the actors that played
0: Jackie Gleason and uh, Lena Headey. Yeah, Jackie
1: yeah. Gleason and Lena Headey, playing uh, Joffrey and Cersei and how their characters did just awful things in the show and they were getting death threats mm-hmm. outside of the show and it's like, guys, they're just actors playing a role that they were hired for. It's not it's not real. But we just uh we latch on to these imaginary characters so hard and it just it gets it gets hard to differentiate reality and fiction yeah
0: i can't say that if i saw jack leeson in in person that i wouldn't find his face very punchable but i would be super polite and and actually grateful that he made episodes of game of thrones so good right with his acting like and if anything if you have an actor that plays a really bad person an abuser somebody that's triggering you should be saluting them because they're bringing that ugliness to the screen where, where it can be confronted by people. And they can go, wow, mm-hmm. this is really bad. They're on your side. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, whether they're on your side or not, they are individuals doing a job portraying people that are nothing like themselves. And you feel like you get to know people through their characters. But, you, yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of people seem to have some sort of warped sense of reality where they equate the personalities of actors – with who they play as and that's i mean that's Mm -hmm. where i mean even hollywood does it it's where you get typecasting you know a lot of actors really struggle to get out of like typecast roles because they're always seen as you know the the sidekick the villain the goofball whatever look at heath ledger heath ledger shocked a lot of people people were talking about how oh he's gonna be joker it's gonna be dumb and a teeny (laughs) bopping and now they're doing the same thing with robert Pattison and batman i'm like dude he's an actor he is not the sparkly guy yeah he's not twilight boy he's not twilight okay he's he's a dude who knows how to act it will probably be fine and if it isn't fine (laughs) it'll probably be fine if it isn't fine you know that i don't i don't really blame actors unless They have creative control over the project, and most of the time they don't. And you have actors that are independent of directors. They're going to give you a good performance regardless. Gary Oldman comes to mind. Oh, man, Gary
1: Oldman is one of the greats.
0: Yeah, and then you have what I would call director-dependent actors, which they'll give you a bad performance under a bad director, but they'll give you a good performance under a good director. And um, who's the guy that plays Geralt in The Witcher, Netflix, or Superman?
1: Oh, Henry Cavill.
0: Henry Cavill comes to mind, right? I've seen him give bad performances and good performances depending on, you know, who's directing him. So at the end of the day, I'm, we're going off on all kinds of tangents here, but at the end of the day, the point <laughs> is step outside your crazy-ass mind and take a second to, to, to stop before you start typing or sending death threats to somebody who has nothing to do with the creative decision that you don't agree with.
1: Calm the hell down. Oh, my there's, God. Oh, there's too much media... To consume to be upset about one thing really there really
0: is and the thing is if the thing that you don't like if, if the thing that you like becomes something you don't like anymore consider the shift in the creative minds behind it people cling so hard that's why they kept making silent hills that were bad and mm-hmm. people kept buying them and and they knew they could keep selling gonna them. be the one and it's like no team silent made the first couple of silent hills they started to slowly disman. You could barely say they were really worked on four, but there were still some original members there. After that, it's just the name. And you didn't fall in love with the concept. Anybody can write a scary, spooky story. You fell in love with the execution. And who's behind that? The creative minds. So do not follow Silent Hill if you like Silent Hill. Follow Team Silent, right? right. Do not follow movies about aliens if you like E.T. Follow Steven Spielberg. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you, you have to get past... Your your connection to these experiences that you hold dear. Like I had to let it go when the reboot of uh, the Berserk anime came out, and it was garbage. Oh man! It's on HBO right now, and I, I rewatched the first episode, and I was just so depressed. I was like, "Oh my god, why is this now so this bad?" The, uh,
1: is this the Golden Age arc movies, or is this the? Uh, it's the 2016 actual anime.
0: Twenty sixteen anime. The Golden Age oh, arc. Okay. The Golden Age arc was okay. I still don't think it's as good as the original series but obviously a series is going to be able to flesh things out a little better. Right. But I heard the anime may get better. So I'm going to keep pressing through to see if it does. But those first few episodes of the 2016 anime where they, they go post golden age. Oh my
1: God. It wasn't like heavily CGI.
0: It was heavily CGI. The action scenes were really close together. Like, like you, you shoot an action scene with somebody who doesn't know how to fire to show up on rehearsal day. Mm-hmm. Um, or like who's too old, like the, the taken sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, the just just the translation of the material was just bad. It was just poorly handled. They focused on the wrong things. They made Costco white, which pissed me off. <laughs> I just oh, I don't. That's a whole
1: nother topic. Yeah. Uh, just to <laughs> piggyback off of the Berserk thing, there was someone who was arrested in a Black Lives Matter protest and they had the brand of sacrifice tattooed on them. And also the curse mark from Naruto. So I thought that was quite
0: hilarious. I think it's hilarious whenever somebody gets a brand tattoo. Like, I have have the brand actually on the background image of my phone when it's locked. Mm Mm-hmm. Just for for funsies. Um, But yeah, no, I... The, if if you are a fan of the show and you know what the brand means, why in the motherfuck would you put that on your body? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> People, if you haven't be, seen Berserk, first of all, dig up, get a bootleg, try to find a way to find the original 90s anime. It's 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 wonderful. It's actually my favorite anime. I, I have You mentioned last week you don't like anime as much. That may be true as much as you, but Guts is tattooed on my arm. So <laughs> I like anime more than the average person, I think. Mm-hmm. um but yeah check that out and you will see why brand is bad or if you can track down the original manga i mean the manga is actually pretty good and it, and it even gives even more nuance than the uh, the original anime did to be honest mm-hmm. so yeah so voice actors from last of us to berserk there we go again so (laughs) that ubisoft game that was leaked by the way i found out it was far cry 6 i looked that up after we talked oh yeah yeah. i felt so i thought you
1: you knew that already
0: no i i I did but then i forgot it and then i panicked because we were recording i felt so unprepared that's why this week i have notes i have notes people i'm i got notes on notes i got notes on notes on notes so so that was far cry 6 yay moving on deadly premonition came out this week Uh, yesterday, Friday, as of the date of this recording, two days ago for the release. Deadly Premonition 2 I was very excited about, and now I am very sad about, because I knew it would be janky. That's kind of the point. A lot of that's on purpose. Sweary has proved time and again that he can make a great game. The frame rate goes to slideshow levels when you're outside, which is most of the time. Mm. There are some questionable choices as far as, like, the subject of trans people and also like doing like racial accents, you know, the thing that you and I do in restaurants when we're like eating Japanese or Mexican food that we, our wives hit us for Mm -hmm. the thing you shouldn't do. Yeah. They, they York does that a bit in the game. I hear I'm, I'm okay to let that slide. I'm a lefty, but I'm not so big of a lefty that I'm like, oh, I was sweary. You know, it's more yeah, insensitive. are going to that game away now. Yeah, it's more insensitive, and I'm like, eh, I want to warn people about it. If, if it bothers you, I get it, and I'm, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, the trans stuff, ugh, I, I, I I hear there's a lot of dead naming going on, and that's something I don't really dig. But I'm wondering if maybe there's, like, some sort of thing set up later in the game. Because... He made, swear he made another game with a trans character that was actually really good, and he actually consulted with trans people when he was developing the game. What game, is game. That? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's escaping me. I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking, so if you hear me typing, that's what I'm doing. Okay. So I I can get over jank. I can get over a little bit of offensive com, uh, content. I cannot get over that that uh, missing. It's called The Missing.
1: The Missing. Yeah. What console? Uh,
0: I think all of them. I'll I'll really? take a look real quick and see. I'll look it up, but um, I'm a little depressed about that now. Deadly Premonition one you can get for pretty cheap. It's even on sale on Switch. I think you can get it half off on Switch for like fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. It's worth it, especially for fans of Twin Peaks. Uh, that was obviously a heavy influence when he made the game. I mentioned right. I played Twin Peaks. I think on our first episode uh, during my honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good game. The missing platforms. Gotta love the internet well if oh, man. all the
1: knowledge in the world at the tip of your fingers
0: yeah as long as as long as it, you know what you're looking for <laughs> and the internet decides to work and it doesn't freeze like it just did on me whatever man it doesn't matter ah sweary 65 they missing i'm like i'm getting off track but anyways i'm a little disappointed i may still get it if it goes on sale but anybody that's interested and hasn't picked it up yet do a little bit of research just know that not only is the frame rate bad, from from what I hear, they don't plan on fixing it. Oh wow. Yeah. They're like, there's no uh, plans in the immediate future to add any updates or fixes. So yeah.
1: That's lazy. Pure laziness. Yeah. You would think they would just make it <laughs> make it right to begin with Mm -hmm. because it's not like it's a big-name title coming out. It's Deadly Premonition 2. You can make sure the frame rate is good. Right. It's not Call of Duty dropping.
0: It's not Call of Duty dropping. Ain't no duty dropping.
1: Ain't no duty dropping,
0: baby. Ain't no duty dropping, baby. Anyways, (laughs) what else we got for news? Ghost of Tsushima. That is the game that I'm going to be playing next, I think, the next, like, main title.
1: Yeah, I think we're both
0: going to be on that. Yeah, and that's coming out on the 17th. And I'm excited. So if I haven't beat Outer Worlds by the 17th, I'm setting that bad boy down.
1: You got six days.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Maybe I should yeah. just hold off on the Outer Worlds. I'll just put it to the side. I don't know. I want something to play for the next six days. I was looking around for like, you know, that's why I, that's why I picked up War Groove for a little bit. I was like, oh, I bought this. I can check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll just do that. I'll have something to talk about in the podcast. I'll just grab a bunch of random games, check them out. And then if I have any recommendations, I can make them. Who knows? Yeah, yeah but uh yeah ghost of tsushima i'm super excited about that i may even add an extra stream show to start streaming that it might help the growth of my channel somebody told me one time yeah you should probably play uh games that are actually current or whatever and i'm like shut up you don't know they know right. they know. You
1: don't know me you don't know me
0: they also said you should probably play more than an hour most folks should play at least three hours and i'm like boy i gotta put my four-year-old to bed shut up right i got a family <laughs> what are you doing but again, they're right. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get mad at them about you that. You want to be
1: popular, you got to do the popular things. Unfortunately.
0: Now, mad love for this next game. It is the twentieth anniversary of Final Fantasy Nine. People. Ooh, 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 ooh. Final Fantasy Nine. Hirono, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the creator of Final Fantasy. This is his favorite Final Fantasy. It is also my favorite Final Fantasy. Is that a coincidence? I'll let you decide. What matters is I have good taste. So when I tell you that Final Fantasy IX is good and you should try it, it's good and you should try it. Now, it's on all the major platforms. Great port. I think I picked it up for PS4. No, wait, do I have it for Switch? No, I don't. PS4 is what I have it for. It is nearly impossible to Platinum. Not... The, well, there are some hard trophies in there, I gotta admit. Like, the jump rope trophy was a, a nightmare, but I got it. The trophy, I, I have one trophy left on that game, and it's to kill, like, 10,000 enemies. Mm. And in an RPG, you think that wouldn't be that crazy, but considering all the speed-ups and the shortcuts you can take to get through that game, which I utilize, because I've beaten that game more times than I can count. And I've never beaten it. Yeah, occasionally I'll just pop it on and just kill a few enemies to kind of work towards that trophy, but I don't know if I'll ever platinum that game, even though I love it so much. So, <laughs> I, I wish across all save files it would keep tracking that number, but I don't think it does. Who knows? So, I, I mentioned this to you this week. This is kind of a controversial story, but whatever, we're about that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Twitch released a Black Lives Matter video. Mm. Cool. Thing is, though, everybody, aside from one person who spoke for just a few seconds, everybody in their video was white. And it just featured a lot of already popular white streamers speaking for black people. And here's the thing. I'm all about allyship, obviously. I'm all about, you know, white voices. You
1: married into this shit.
0: Yeah, i married married (laughs) into this shit. I'm the ultimate ally. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm a financial ally, y'all. Lend that credit score, baby. But no, I'm going to get in trouble. So, but no, on on a serious tip, like, I don't want to shout down white voices advocating for Black Lives Matter, but that does not give you the right to speak for people. You're supposed to be uplifting black voices and supporting them, not covering them up with your own message. Mm -hmm. And obviously Twitch felt the same way after the backlash because they took that video down. Now, if you're interested, if you think I'm blowing it out of proportion, maybe I am, it's up to you to decide you can go to you uh, to Twitter there it, it the video was re-uploaded and archived by a Twitter user by the name of at two left joy cons the numeral two two left joy cons so check it out for yourself you know make your own make your own thoughts on it if you even care there was a comment on the video that I replied to and the comment had mentioned they didn't really see the relevance in worrying about I guess, like the fact that there, there were, it was mainly white people. They said that Black Lives Matter is mainly about the importance of lives, not more or less about the content posted by people. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this, Black Lives Matter, and this is what I, I had tweeted out, Black Lives Matter is a movement that was started to value black lives as much as white lives, okay, not more than white lives, like a lot of people try to twist it. Bad faith actors uh-huh. go, what about the – shut up. So it's <laughs> – What about it's, police? Yeah, what, lives. yeah, get the hell out of here with that garbage. <laughs> this has to do with systemic issues that not only affect criminal justice, because obviously that's where people are getting killed, but finance, representation, history, opportunity – so, yeah, it's it's a huge damn deal that Twitch decided to highlight white streamers and let them co-opt the movement. Speaking of which, I'm co-opting this conversation again. So, please, take the floor. Oh, what, what, what is your opinion? I I, I, uh, I don't want to just throw off on mine. Obviously, I'm very passionate about it. But,
1: yeah. You know. No, uh, the thing with these companies is they don't fight for black people until it's fashionable. Mm. So, it's very out of touch for them to make a video and then feature a bunch of white Twitch streamers. It just That just goes to show you that they don't support many black prominent streamers in the first place because if they did, it would be a no-brainer to put them on the video. But they did not because they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the with Nike, with the Kaepernick stuff, and they were just like, Ooh, let's put him in an ad real quick. You know, black people buy most of our shoes. It's, uh, it's, it's, it just gets very tiring because yeah. people are always giving these companies pats on the back and clapping their hands and it's just like they're just trying to protect their business Mm -hmm. and that's it mostly some some might be genuine about it but when you're looking at a business you're looking at an entity that's created to make money Mm -hmm. and not necessarily the people behind it that business is trying to make money and they will do whatever they need to do to ensure that they keep on making it, if it means they have to come out and say Black Lives Matter, even if they don't believe that, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's my issue with corporate America and all the bullshit. But I could talk about it all day, but I don't want to.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a little tired myself, man. So I understand. Yeah. Well, I will say this: since we're talking about lifting up Black voices, I'm gonna give the listeners a few prominent Black Twitch streamers they could follow if they'd like. And this right. is straight off the uh, the thread with the archive video. So you can go to twitch.tv slash superd2. That's S-U-P-R-D-E-E-2. You can go to twitch.tv slash zav4side. That's Z-Z-Z-A-V-F-O-U-R-S-I-D-E, And, of course, you can check out Slash. They're on Twitter at cinder slash and they're at twitch.tv slash cinder like fire c i n d e r mm-hmm. slash. So if you're interested, you know, uh, follow, support them, lift up those voices. That's that's the thing. A lot of people that are again not knocking anybody who's well intentioned, but if somebody gives you feedback like this, listen to it because again, you haven't advocated up to this point or this hasn't been a focus for you. My wife said it yesterday and she's like, no offense, and I'm like, none taken. But she's mm-hmm. like she said, it's really easy for white people to not care. Mm-hmm. because we can slip back into our world anytime we want and forget about it. And I've known a lot of really progressive, close friends that lifted me out of like hardship and a lot of my, a lot of my friends and and cared and worked in the community. And as soon as they stopped working in a the community, they became cold, maybe not all the way full Republican, but like neoliberal, you know like like a Deborah messing. Like, I'm going to get my black friend to tell you about black people because you don't know. Like, like <laughs> that type of person. And it's it's sad to see. So if somebody's giving you feedback, just humble yourself, listen, maybe pull it back and understand where somebody's coming from. That's that's all I'm asking. So
1: Yeah, that's, that's good advice, man.
0: All right, brother. Well, uh, you had a couple things you want to mention on gaming news. Uh, so I'll let you uh, take it from here. You yeah, okay. had cover art, Star Wars, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, PS5 or Sony revealed the PS5 cover art. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game that they revealed was Spider-Man Miles Morales, which, was Morales, which I'm very excited for. But uh, it looks like your basic PS4 cover art, except for the top bar is not blue, it is white. White and It's white. <laughs>
0: white. We're going to go to the other room for some white cake.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about it. It's uh, it's shown on a blue case. I don't know if they're gonna keep the case to blue, mm. but I mean, at the end of the day, it's just it's shelf it's shelf wear. Mm-hmm. It's, supposed, it's supposed to make my shelf look pretty. So as long as it all matches, unlike the Nintendo Switches, some of their cases are just non-uniform as hell. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good. So, and I'm definitely gonna buy the game. So.
0: Yeah, that cover art looks dope. I like like how he's like in mid-action and his right hand is charging up. I'm like, yeah, you're about to get somebody to business. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's really dope. I'm so excited for that. That's a day one I'm like a motherfucker, man. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah, but the uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that the Star Wars sequel trilogy, that's episodes seven through nine, mm. are now this is Disney mm-hmm. confirming that they are no longer considered canon that there are going to be some alternate universe stuff. Basically, they're backpedaling, saying, you know, we messed up, so we're going to try this again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And -hmm. these movies will still be here for those who did like them, but for those who hated them, Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about this being canon. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the biggest PR move I've ever seen, as far as a movie goes. Mm -hmm. Like, they put all their eggs in that basket of jj abrams and ryan johnson and it just did not work for them Mm. but at least they listened to the fans
0: so let me ask you i've obviously i've seen all the star wars i assume you have too Mm -hmm. i'm not like a rabid fan but i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed the ride i've kind of been less and less obsessed with it as i've gotten older what did what did you think about seven through nine what are your thoughts
1: i loved seven Okay. Even though it was just a rehash of A New Hope, mm-hmm. which is fine because A New Hope is a good movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> a good movie in quotes. Last Jedi, I thought, was trash. Okay. And uh, what's his last one? Uh, Rise of Skywalker was super trash. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker has so much going on with it that it just doesn't make sense. It's not explained. Just too many MacGuffins.
0: Mm.
1: You, I know how you feel about MacGuffins. And there's just, God, there's so much wrong with that movie. Without going into spoilers, it just mm-hmm. kind of ends and things are just happening. I can't express my disdain. I didn't pay to go see it, thankfully. I waited for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. So I still wasted about two and a half to three hours of my time, but I'm glad <laughs> I was able to finally see it and make a judgment for myself instead of watching a review, hearing it sucks, and then going, like, it sucks, I'm never going to see it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if I did that, I never would have played The Last of Us Two. And I love that.
0: Straight up. Yeah, I actually ended up seeing it on Disney Plus two. And I put it off because everybody hated it so much. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I steadfastly luckily avoided spoilers, so I got to go into it fresh. I actually I liked Seven the least because it I mean I I understood I didn't hate it. I understood that you know I had to bring people up to speed, get people back in the rhythm of the universe, but it just it did feel like a rehash. I actually liked eight. I thought that they took some really bold choices on like subverting expectations with it. And mm. I like this scene at the end where he's like, what is this? And he tastes it. He goes, it's salt. I felt like that was like a direct like, ha ha fans, you're salty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't hate Nine as much as everybody else did. Like I get why it might be polarizing. I, I don't like what they did to Finn. I felt like they really took a character they were building up and just kind of put him to the side. Yeah. Um. but other than that the whole thing with I mean it's in the title scroll and you can hear him laughing in the trailers the whole thing with Papal team and how that developed
1: eh whole thing with Ovaltine
0: yeah <laughs> I with you know drink your Ovaltine the thing is <laughs> I I had pulled back so emotionally from the film and I went into with such low expectations that I was just kind of there for the ride and I turned my brain off if mm-hmm. you're hardcore and you have very particular ideas of how things should go then I agree, it just may not be into it. And you're right, there are a lot of leaps in logic, and I could see some laziness here and there. And I was just like, you know what? I watched the last season of Game of Thrones. This is life now. This you're is, right. you know, you put a lot of heart in the beginning of something, it gets too big for itself, and then all of a sudden, people are like, eh, slap an ending on it. <laughs> so right. everybody's gonna have different opinions about it. But yeah, it's it's interesting they took away the canon of it. So I'm assuming they're 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 considering releasing. All new movies in the universe and abandoning Skywalker altogether, or have they talked about what to do after that? Or,
1: uh, I don't know, I'm thinking they're just gonna jump off from Return of the Jedi and do some new stuff that has nothing to do with Ray and Finn and the gang,
0: right on. Well, pre edits, we are at an hour, so this is before I cut out all the dead air and the ums. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's go ahead and wrap things up uh, i wanted to ask you this week mr Derek, what are you feeling
1: i am feeling nothing game wise but mm-hmm. i do have a couple of anime okay i just started this show last night i think it just premiered on netflix it's called japan sinks 2020
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know that obviously caught my attention i was like japan sinks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, where's it going so Right, so <laughs> where you going? The party just started. Come back. Uh, so basically, it's the story about a family who's living in Japan, and, and a massive earthquake hits Japan, and basically everything is just, just getting just demolished, destroyed. It's so raw in its depiction of the earthquake, and like when people are in their houses, they're like dressers and stuff like smashing up against their face, like. Just it's 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 raw, it's mm. super raw. And I was very surprised because the animation is so like soft. And you think you're gonna get this, oh, you know, it's a, a journey with the family and it's gonna be nice. It turns a parasite. A little... <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Jesus. And now their heads come off and he's gonna yeah, <laughs> he's gonna eat you. But no, uh, it's very it's very very interesting. It's they do a lot of things that are unexpected mm. in that show. Mm. And yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I was up to about. 2 a.m. watching the first five episodes.
0: Tokyo Sinks 2020. I'm gonna check that out. Sounds interesting. It's Japan Sinks. Japan. My bad.
1: Yeah, The whole thing. And Not just The other thing was, I'd seen a lot of people in a, a nerd group that I'm in talking about the new Baki series, which mm-hmm. has been out for a couple of years, but the latest season just dropped. Mm-hmm. And I never finished the original show, but I did like it, and I wasn't a fan of this new animation that they've got. Mm-hmm. But... When I started watching it, it's just, the character designs are so, you just wonder how a character can look like that. Like, this is supposed to be a regular human,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and their muscles are just ridiculous. And even in their face, they're like, I got to the point where a certain character showed up on screen so much, and he just looked scary to me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, like, he's a good guy. But his character design, his face is just like, ugh. It's gross. I don't want to look at it. Mm. So <laughs> so I know this is supposed to be what I'm feeling, but I was feeling it until I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, a, it's a good combat anime. If you like fights, uh, I would definitely give it a shot. But uh, that's about all I've got for what I'm feeling this week.
0: All right. So Derek not feeling the butterheads, confirmed got it <laughs> <laughs> all right man well yeah i uh, i am feeling a reboot of an old 90s series that just came out and i was super excited when i saw somebody mention it on facebook unsolved mysteries y'all it's oh back. my god. It's on Netflix. And they even got the theme song da dena 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 to denna 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 that shit used to scare us. <laughs> hey man, go on YouTube and look up the old opening of Unsolved Mysteries and tell them you don't want to shit your pants. Like <laughs> that that show used to scare the crap out of me. Because it wasn't just like missing people or like mysterious murders, but like mm-hmm. they throw in like ghosts and aliens occasionally. So like it was like real life X Files. And for a kid who is still trying to suss out what's real and what isn't, yo. that... <laughs> That show used to keep me up at nights. But yeah. I watched the first I think two episodes, maybe three, and I'm going to watch some more this weekend. And it's it's just as good. My wife almost can't handle it because she knows it's real, so it's like really affecting her emotionally. I mean, th- these are real people that like lost people that they care about. Yeah.
1: You know what's and... funny? <laughs> Sorry. No, but... Nikki's already finished it. Yeah. <laughs> she loves that shit. She loves it. And I'm like, "What are you doing watching this?" like murder unsolved mystery stuff so much she i loves told it.
0: you vicky and i are low-key best friends like it, now it's it's sushi and it's unsolved mysteries I, it's weird the other day we were talking about it there are th- there are certain things that make you and me best friends and then there are certain things that you and my wife really relate on and certain mm-hmm. things that me and vicky relate on and of course you guys relate it's it's so weird it's like it's like if you took a personality and split it amongst four people you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy, surprised yeah. at all. That's awesome. I gotta get to chatting with her about that and see what she thinks then. But yeah, I'm I, for anybody, like I said, if you're super sensitive or you just catch feelings, you know, and I understand because i'm I'm sensitive. I, I watch Queer eye and I can't get through without crying. But like <laughs> unsolved mysteries, yo, that is just something from my childhood where I'm like, yes, scare me with real life, please. I'm laying in bed at night like, do I have enough weapons? Should I get mixed up with this finance guy? <laughs> Am I going to go missing off the off the roof of some hotel right. in downtown Baltimore? I don't know. So <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm feeling this week. Uh, I, I think this is about it. Now, before we wrap things up, anything else that you want to talk about or bring up? I don't want to close it down on you, homie.
1: Oh no, I think that's about it, man. Uh except for uh, my mother and my little brother were just over earlier. Mm. And uh, I was out of the room and I come in the room and my brother's talking about uh my brother just graduated high school. He's 18. He's like okay. 6'3, 207 pounds. He's big dude. He's a big he's a big dude. And he's talking about how the PS5 is going to be $800 and I'm like, "Where are you getting your information from?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard nothing about this and this is my job but <laughs> like he was asking my mom to borrow eight hundred dollars
0: wait i'm confused what does him being a big dude have to do with him wanting eight hundred dollars
1: i well when you look at him you'd be like you need to get yourself that job
0: oh i need that eight hundred like he's not only grown he's grown grown why are you ask me right. for money okay i feel you okay i was like yeah. wait a second i don't understand
1: <laughs> well i was really just setting the
0: like setting he's clearly capable of taking care of himself
1: right but uh yeah he asked my mom to borrow 800
0: hey mom can i cannot I, you know what's funny my mom bought me my very first uh ps2
1: oh uh, yeah
0: we was at kb toys when ps2 first came out it was a 500 hundred dollar bundle it was ps2 tech and tag tournament dynasty yeah. warriors 2 ssx And she was like you can get this or a car i'm like i already got a girlfriend buy that playstation 2 baby (laughs) and i didn't get a car until college
1: (laughs) Uh, and then when i got to college
0: and i got my car somebody stole it (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: then i got the car back and and then it died (sighs) i miss you
1: cutlass sierra does she have a name
0: uh no no she did not have a name no, I had a sweet me. heathcliff air freshener i found at the flea market though Ooh. he ripped that thing down and destroyed it i'm like oh man it's my heathcliff air come on man <laughs> anyways all right well i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up thank you all as right. always for joining me and thank everybody oh, out there for listening now if you want more of this you like what you're hearing you can follow me on twitter at mike peterson a l my youtube channel mc Paperstacks plays putting all those shows that i stream on there Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash mcpaperstacks. Still Monday, Friday, Wednesday, excuse me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Mondays and Wednesdays from 9 to 10, although I'm in kind of like 10 or 10 ish. Fridays 10 to 11, 11 ish. And then Sunday nights at 7, I'm playing The Witcher. Now, we have multiple platforms now. So, of course, our hub is at anchor.fm slash player2 has entered the pod. You can donate to the cause if you wish to support us. But you can also listen to us on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and yes, even Spotify. If you have any questions, I have not checked the email address this week, so I apologize, but I'll make sure to check it next week. You can email us at mcpaperstacks at gmail.com. Questions, stream suggestions, anything like that. If you'd like to check out a local Facebook group that I run for gamers, you can go to facebook.com slash group slash indie gamers what you got Derek?
1: all right uh this is derek the merc man uh you can catch my ebay store at ebay.com slash str slash gamer goodies and more the website is now up gamer goodies and more.com and you can go there to find links to my ebay page and uh yeah
0: all right well again as always thanks for everybody that's listening please if you like what you hear Share it with your friends. We're trying to grow this podcast. Tweet it out. Tell people about it. You know, any any buzz helps us out. And we hope you enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Peace out.